0: This is Dem and we are here. We are
1: here. Dem, Dem, we are Dem, here. Dem. This here. is Dem and we are here. here. What's going on,
0: everyone? Hello, Let's start everyone. off with the names. I'm Dier. I'm Eric. And I'm Mike. And we are Dem. Yep. And we're ready to get into it. We got a lot of stuff for y'all this week. We have numerous... Um, supporter request. You know, you guys have really been sending us some topics, and so tonight is dedicated to that. Everything that we talk about tonight has been a suggestion from you all. So we're gonna actually jump right into it. Let's do it. All right, let's jump in. Let's do do it. Let's do do it. it. So the first question was: Question for Dose of Dim. How do you distinguish the difference between being happy and having joy, if there is a difference? so
2: how <laughs> much let you start tomorrow uh, i was
0: just gonna say I f- well i don't think there's a
2: difference they're just yeah it's just the same I mean. it's, 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 it's like there's some nominous there's yeah.
3: certain a lot of words have the Sorry. have whatever yeah. worth that we imbue them with mm-hmm. and i yeah. think that if you want to look up a addiction, the only reason why i'm not citing i just told mike the only, mm-hmm. the only reason why i didn't want to cite the webster definition is because that's something that you can do you have mm-hmm. access to the dictionary so i'm sure you want like our perspective like specifically but i i think it's a matter of it's semantical like mm-hmm, i think it's, mm-hmm. it's whatever you think it is because to me joy does seem a little more like it's a matter of degree mm-hmm. like to be joyful is a little more you mm-hmm. know um i don't know intense than happiness maybe mm-hmm. to as it strikes my initial ear but yeah, it's kind of like if you happy, you got joy, right? Exactly. <laughs> or, or vice versa. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I agree.
0: I don't see a difference. Like now, I don't see a difference between the two. Now, back in my, it uh, sounds churchy,
1: it sounds yeah, b- churchy. exactly. You no. Know, yes. yes. Beautiful yes. Yeah. So <laughs> joy, back, back in my, <laughs> joy right. in my soul.
0: <laughs> back, back in my biblically centered days, um, I would have made a distinction. I would have said that happiness was like temporary, Sound you know, more house. of like an emotion that just comes from, you know, Not trivial, me, y'all. just an emotion that comes from trivial things. But I would have said that joy was something that was much more deeper joy. that dealt, please. Sorry, I'm sorry. No, <laughs> that's what I was saying. Joy would have been something that was much deeper, that would have been connected to like my spiritual walk, something that's everlasting, mm. something that's, Endowed by the Holy Spirit, etc etc et
3: cetera, et cetera. But yeah. since I
0: don't follow that guideline anymore, I don't see a difference either. Mm-hmm. So to me, if I'm happy, I guess I'm joyous, and if see, I'm joyous, ex- I guess I'm happy. Exactly what it's Michael said is
3: what I kind of felt like you were leaning toward <laughs> with the question. Yeah. I think of that whole happiness versus joy is like a African American
1: mm-hmm. religious mm-hmm. culture
3: thing. Um, I don't. I, I, I can't imagine a white, a culturally white person right. asking me that. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that's how we feel about it.
2: Yeah. And anybody who wanted to know the definition of joy. It says, A Feeling of Great Pleasure and Happiness. So, you
3: know, they kind of mm-hmm. just... They're kind of synonymous. Kinda yeah. Synonymous.
2: Flow, Sweet, flow together there.
3: Beautiful. <laughs> Let me I stop. do love that song, though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, do I, who's that? That's <laughs> Kirk Franklin. That's his In version. In the Georgia Mass Choir? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, I like it. <laughs> <Sweet>. <laughs> All right. So, um, I done lost track of where I was. <laughs> my bad. Okay, here's our next question. Wait, which one do we say we're going to next? Oh, okay. Let's talk about the gorilla. Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> I'm sorry. The way you could have seen your face. It yeah. was such a
2: nice funeral.
1: Harame. It was a nice funeral, y'all. Yeah.
0: So unless, <laughs> if you haven't been plugged into social media or the news, then um, this would be new to you. But short story, or long story made short. So what was it last week? Yeah. Or two or weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Um, at one of the popular zoos, or a zoo that's popular In Atlanta. Now, in atlanta yeah oh okay in atlanta so a little boy somehow i think fell into the I mean, zoo pit yeah, don't quote i, me on I that.
3: really don't
2: know don't yeah, quote don't, me I'm, that. I'm,
0: that's not an argument i just, I just no
2: i'm sorry it's the cincinnati zoo
0: okay the cincinnati zoo so a little boy fell into the zoo pit where a gorilla was his name was Harambe, and according to the reports he's an endangered species mm. um and so you know the crowd was in a panic and what the people who owned the zoo decided to do was shoot to kill the gorilla in an attempt to save the little boy mm-hmm. and miraculously the little boy was um you know retrieved unharmed
3: mm-hmm. and now they He yanked that boy too. He like did if, yank if He you yanked not look it up. Yeah, look on YouTube it looked, and stuff. They were lo- if if it wasn't water, he might have torn some flesh off. Right, right.
0: Yeah. So I'm surprised he didn't like, suffer any injuries or anything. Um so then shortly after that there was a public outcry by many people who wanted to see charges brought against the parents yep. for allowing the child to get into where the gorilla was. Mm-hmm. And the reason why the people are so upset is because the gorilla was killed as a result. So now the, I don't know where they are in terms of. Who's I know who where they are. Okay. So,
2: so there will be no charges brought against the mother. We, okay.
3: don't, we don't charge our little, we don't charge our white families and our little white children get caught in wells. <laughs> <Boom>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well so that's how
3: we feel on that when, when, when little debbie get caught in the well all right, all right, all right, all right, when when little timmy is caught in the ravine right. we don't go we don't go all right like, you know we let y'all we let y'all be we let you all make right, it right, all right. let yeah, us have this one they're, they're, and i'm quite as it's kept even when i saw the video i i when you look at it Real fast, if you're not really, I thought it was, I assumed it was a little white child. Yeah, it sounded like a white person kind of thing. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So it, yeah. <laughs> it was
2: like, ain't no black, ain't no black woman gonna let and her I
0: child it fall down. I was black person. I was like, oh, damn. I know. I know. About you know, to let us so have fun- it. What's so funny about it, The media is so powerful because, like you said, I didn't know the child was white. I didn't even know. I mean, the child was black. I didn't even realize that a racial. Like perception was even attached to the story until yeah. the whole charges. Were I knew brought, it was coming and as soon put, as I like, heard the about it. His face on the news, and I was yeah. like, oh, is that where they're going with this? I guess. And then the fact that
2: know. they brought up the dad's, um, his, his like criminal history and whatnot. What does that like, do? So didn't it, didn't he wasn't y'all even y'all there. Wanna, y'all
3: want to call Donald <laughs> Trump a racist and keep it moving, right? But y'all want to bring up his, um, y'all want to bring up this boy's father who wasn't even present <laughs> at the time. Exactly. Right. Like, like what
0: the hell? Like, yeah, that's, that's crazy. I can't get, I don't know. Now well, there was no there was also the question why didn't they um tranquilize
3: the gorilla
2: and they would have taken
3: a... it too long to work and by the time mm-hmm. that it would have taken um by the time it would have what's the word? Um like taken effect on a gorilla, Taking effect yeah. the boy could have been harmed. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Because I mean man, the makes g- sense to me, gorilla you know? could have gotten enraged. That's a, <laughs> that's a huge powerful and gorilla. Man, and, yeah, I mean for, Well the thing that I read said said that because of the gorilla size and because of the distance and stuff, yeah, they didn't want to take no chances. Right, yeah. right. And y'all it's, know if they would have let that boy die. Yeah. Now, whatever, what else, what else would have been though, some some race you. stuff if a little black boy would have died because nobody helped him in the thing. Exactly. They would, and I'm not even saying they were trying to help. It, I mean, I'm not saying that there was a reason for helping him. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like y'all know, so, mm-hmm. there would have been some racial stuff then, too. Uh, yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm.
0: Definitely. You know, my thing is, I understand. Well this is just my own so I won't speak for Demarks and Eric I'll let them speak but I appreciate all life forms you know so I love animals too and all that kind of stuff and and I don't know if I'm spe- if I'm speaking out of terms or what but it seems like to me that when it comes for the when it comes to the love and appreciation for animals there's a certain particular culture and race. White people. Yeah, that really <laughs> go the mile the extra to mile. place the value of the life of an animal above huma- humanity. Mm-hmm. And I just don't get it. I no. mean, I get it, but I don't. And I'm sometimes... trying so
3: hard not to talk over Michael
0: right now. I know what I'm saying. And I feel like it comes <laughs> from like finish. this like cuddly, you, finish, but I have you know, to you just love animals and are cuddly and stuff. Like, y'all will really go in the paint for now, some my, animals.
2: See, but I got some, okay. What
3: about people in general? Like, Mike, Michael knows, know. and you've met her De- demarcus yes but michael knows I already them. know there's a yeah. woman who i considered like family at one point her her husband her daughter everybody yeah. and i cut them off because not because of this but like maybe like a year ago yeah she, we had a thing where when it was first killing all the black all, of, all the young black men like yeah when, it, when that kind of stuff was all coming yeah, out i should say now, when out, they yeah. first started no, when it was hitting the news so much and she didn't say peep about it but there was something like some little kittens or something <laughs> and and she was just posting away yeah. and i got pissed i'm like how come you're so everything on her page is animal this and animal that but humans were dying mm-hmm. and she was so quiet right. yeah. and i was like the fuck? And was, mm-hmm. this is a white woman and i was like you care so much more i was like i guess if 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 if, if black people if black men and grown black men were more furry and cute and cuddly with little little curly tails or some mm-hmm. shit or little button noses mm-hmm. maybe then attention. you would care, care. Yeah. but it's funny how they they put so much more attention but it reminds me of how when the hunger games came out and teenage mm-hmm. white people, and mm-hmm. adolescent white, and pre-adolescent white people are saying it's hard for me to feel bad for Rue dying if she, because if I see her as black, mm-hmm. it's yeah. hard for me. To, it's hard for me to have empathy mm-hmm. for that. It's hard for me to feel bad, have sympathy for a black person. I think that the whole idea that racism is gone is a complete lie. It is. I think we see it over and over and over again, mm-hmm. and people need to stop playing. They need the to. End.
2: My thing is stop playing. Y'all complain about these animals. You know, when shit like this happens, mm-hmm. you complain about the animals being killed. But y'all put them in the cages in the first place. Whoa, right. whoa, whoa, whoa,
0: whoa,
3: whoa. Yeah, they do. And it's and for the record, what? when it comes <laughs> to hunting <laughs> right, them, right. when it comes to hunting them, it's not us paying hundreds of thousands of dollars to Thank go you. and kill the lions and kill the animals. It and Thank you. It is. Thank you. It's not us. It isn't.
0: What was that line, Cecil?
2: Don't get me it's started not it's on the fucking line. Do it not know. get when me started. When black people get
3: enough money, we just buy cars and clothes. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and we ain't hurting nobody. <laughs> we ain't hurting nobody. We ain't cage no y'all, animals, in no the zoos. Y'all the ones who got to go kill lions and got to go <laughs> hunt humans on secret res- wildlife reservations <laughs> right, right. in the Arctic and shit. Y'all the ones who got these exotic, sick, sick fantasies and All stuff. Right. We good. All right did yeah. nobody mm-hmm. tell y'all to put
2: harambe in there and people were like well he was born in captivity but to- well, where the
3: fuck did his mom and daddy come and from and then got oh, no. nerve to name him harambe <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> exactly
2: <laughs> the fu- get the fuck out of here
1: oh my. i'm sorry I, I, I
2: and i everybody who knows me knows i love what does love harambe mean animals. don't harambe mean something yeah. and, and
1: i'm, about to say something it, I'm sure African.
2: yeah i'm harambe sure it is i mean i love him i love, him I love too, animals but, so on, much but i'm sorry y'all this is a little boy we talking about, right Right, kill the gorilla There's every a time. Kill yeah. the gorilla every single time.
0: And they really going now. Through, and I don't
2: know. They were bringing up, you know, um, past or very similar um, situations, situations where a child had gotten to right, a, where children fell in gorilla pits and the gorillas kind of care for them and whatnot. This was a different situation altogether. <laughs> Those. Prior situations, the gorillas kind of watched over, and actually one of them even brought the child closer to the um the entrance for the enclosure mm-hmm. so that somebody could come and get the child. For the like right, they knew
3: Har- Harambe in yeah. Swahili means pull together. Mm. Mm. Well. that's exactly what they did they pulled together they did against pull together. little black children <laughs> right. and they were just crying and crying over oh <laughs> can nobody kill a gorilla a chimpanzee exactly. or an otter without a white person shedding a tear kill yes. some little black children it's all to the good all to the good okay yeah.
0: and one of those previous cases i read was a, um, a female yeah gorilla. so she had like a yeah. maternal type
2: yeah that was the one that carried the kid to the yeah, entrance and then stiff, the yeah. male was the one who just kind of stood and still watch right um and in this case they tried to call all the gorillas back they have a certain call mm. that they use and harambe was not trying to hear that shit Mm-mm. so
0: well so much for that it is what it is on a lighter note social media is so crazy Listen, with them those <laughs> nice. memes oh my gosh <laughs> i He's saw so the memes
3: before me. i knew the story <laughs> i know
0: right that damn with him in that casket
2: Yeah. <laughs> and then
3: they had the one singing total praise now that would that made me laugh and also the one when they show like the little monkey like falling out yeah i just talked to him yesterday <laughs> yeah. oh lord i just talked to him yesterday right all right that's so, that's oh so my god saw the, one, the white with the white gorilla talking about oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> what they have shot him too
0: yeah. right and then they got gorillas with like a middle finger up to a little child sitting yeah. outside <laughs> yeah. the window there's
3: Don't even come one up in with here. um they show like what you supposed to do when, when a child falls into the pit, and they show a child, and then they show the gorilla walking away. It's like, yes, oh, hell, exactly.
1: yeah No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no,
0: no. Yeah, so. exactly. <sighs> oh,
3: crazy. Mm.
0: Well, that's that with that. <clears throat> that's that with that. But anyhow, moving on. Moving on. Okay, so let me <laughs> read this
1: out. Moving on. Are these. You know I wear a
0: okay so here's this question i just wanted to ask you this and ask if you can put it in your podcast um how do you believe in quote god or be spiritual while being gay or do you even believe at all i never was religious but i still learned to be shameful of who i was and lived in fear of going to hell i just want to overcome this hurdle it's causing major stress in my life and i'm tired of carrying the weight so again that's interesting s- he s- says
2: he was never religious and still
0: still yeah he's yeah. still dealing with that so how can you be gay and still believe in god but still be threatened with eternal damnation eternal flames and, gnashing of teeth and for the record, bottomless just for, pit
3: just what dier said mm-hmm. i've had the critique i don't know about y'all but personally yeah. i've had the critique like you are talking about christians you always going after christians the reason why it's not christianity in particular even though it's, it's specific to my experience mm-hmm. abrahamic religions an abrahamic I- ideology mm-hmm. um has infiltrated it's it's interwoven within the fabric especially of american society so much that i understand how even though he didn't grow up religious
1: mm-hmm.
3: it the religious christian concepts in particular are so permeating here mm-hmm. even people who i hear who claim to be like into african religions or claim to be atheists they still adhere to very christian yeah. ideas when it comes yeah. to sex exactly. and stuff like that mm-hmm. and um it's, it's very interesting to me I, even i see some of these woke people on on instagram who are like oh like i i denounce christianity but all of their views regarding mm-hmm. sexuality and homosexuality and trans are very christian based they mm-hmm. have nothing to do with even african or like um or original african views before yeah. christianity you know infiltrated exactly yep. but um it's it's a powerful it's a powerful it thing. is it is yeah. it really does get in
0: your <laughs> psyche i know for me and i'll try to keep it as short as possible yeah. um it was definitely a process and for those who might be new to the podcast um I was a, I am a former Christian and I was in the Pentecostal faith I was also in a non-denominational faith I was a licensed minister I have a master's in theology <laughs> so I was like deep deep deep,
1: I, deep. I, I. right
0: <laughs> right I was like deep 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 in it but anyhow Long story you short, you,
3: were, you mentioned you were a minister,
0: yeah. I was yeah. a licensed mm-hmm. minister, yes, yeah, okay. and a master's in theology, all of that. And for me, it was a process to change my mentality about the fear of hell because I definitely had that as well. Yep. And to be honest, can I also I,
3: say Michael was also on Bobby Jones' gospel? Oh,
0: yes, it was on yeah. there twice, <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. But I, <laughs> um, I, I had to choose to believe differently, you know, that's the foundation of it. And I might seem like, well, how do you just choose to believe differently? Well, <laughs> in the same way that I came to believe. Um, what the Bible was saying, and then I was years of indoctrination. Um, It took a couple years to choose to believe differently, but in order to go in that direction, I removed myself from the church. I uh, challenged myself to read literature of different faiths and um, different worldviews—not just other, you know, spiritual faith, but different worldviews: atheism, agnosticism, atheism, agnosticism, all of that kind of stuff. And um, over time, it just kind of started to fade away. I had to change the dialogue and change the conversation. Well, can I ask you something?
3: Because I know yeah. some people listening would be like, "Oh, so since it didn't say what well, he liked, he just stopped believing it instead of really committing oh, no, himself no. to God." Right. right. So, yeah. can you speak a little bit more, like what really? I don't want to, because I know m- more about your story, but yeah, I just yeah, don't yeah. want people like, oh, well, just because it wasn't what he wanted to be, he left. He should have just, like, been steadfast. Right, 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 right. so right. What, yeah. what were some Were some holes, maybe, or some things in Christianity that made you be like, mm, I don't know.
0: Yeah, well, some of the holes was, for one, studying the faith in and of itself and seeing how it was formed <laughs> and yeah. seeing yes. how there were holes in that. The reason why I'm pushing um, Michael to
3: talk about yeah, this yeah, is yeah. because when we were both kinda of coming out of Christianity together. Yeah. Michael would shed shed a lot of light on some things for me too. Yeah some yeah. Some stuff yeah. I already knew, some stuff that I didn't know and exposed me to things and it was it wasn't it was beyond just blind disobedience yeah, just deciding right. not to it was there was real evidence that maybe this is not as right bulletproof as we thought you right, know right
0: yeah yeah i really had to critically analyze the faith and when i started to study how the canon was formed the canon is just the bible that we have today mm-hmm. how there were certain books that were selected to be viewed as truth and certain books that were um were put to the side that weren't true and why was that the case you know and then analyzing christianity versus other faiths and seeing how there yeah. were contradictions but then also similarities and mm-hmm. just the contradictions within the bible itself and then my own experience that didn't match up it wasn't just okay I, I don't believe it I tested I, anything that you can try to examine and then make a conclusive uh determination upon of based off of evidence or based off of experience is what I did you yeah. know so it just, it didn't, it didn't work for me because it, it, it the logic wasn't there any longer. Mm-hmm. Now that was just Christianity as a whole. But once I was able to move on from thinking that the Bible was, um, what is the word? when is uh, infallible. Tr- yes. Thank you. Infallible. Then I was able to let go of some of my understanding from a childhood, you know, so. That's, that's what I would say for myself. But it, it wasn't an immediate thing because even though I, I had left Christianity, I still felt some guilt and a burden of that. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. I In we all for, felt
3: that for a while. Huh? Yeah.
0: yeah, and, and even yeah. even while, beyond my studies, it was still there. Even when I made a logical decision that Christianity wasn't for me, I still had those feelings. And I think
3: it's normal when you first start to... Yeah. When Come you first out. start to own yourself too, I think it's yeah. also normal to filter any negative experience you have. Right, right, yeah. right. Exactly. as, yeah. as punishment yeah. for yeah. straying away. And I think a lot of, from what I've seen, a lot of gay black men... When they finally start to own who they are or that aspect of not that it's the totality of who you are when you finally start to own that aspect of yourself if you get a cold if somebody breaks your heart it's oh it's because i wasn't living right right then the guilt comes but like mike said there are a lot of when you come to know how the canon what we consider to be the bible has come to be and understand that um, even if you believe that the word was handwritten by God, which it yeah. wasn't, but even if you believe that, a lot of the books were left out for no other reason than that a small group of guys decided, mm-hmm. we're going to leave out the parts that make women look powerful, we're going to leave out the parts that kind of, you know, make some sexuality things look questionable. Yeah. that the, you read the reasons why with the councils, why certain books were left out of what mm-hmm. we consider the canon, yeah. they're not the best reasons by our standards today. Right. right. And also you have to understand when you get into the Greek, Hebrew, and Aramaic that there wasn't a word for homosexual. It, there wasn't... Yeah. It's it's hard to it's hard to understand today, but a homosexual was not something that you could be at mm-hmm. that time. Exactly, there was no such thing as being defined by your sexuality. Right, exactly. There were homosexual acts, but there was no such thing as a homosexual person. Right. right. So a lot of the Bible translations today are very reductive, and they're trying to make complex things more simple. But at times when they mean maybe prostitution, they'll say gay. But you have to like if you think of people, you Sodom and Gomorrah as the reason why homosexuality. Right. But when you have to understand that Lot was like, hey. Don't rape those male angels, yeah. rape my daughters. Yeah. Let's go for it. <laughs> right. So, yeah, right. You know, no, so, right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it kind of hit me. So <laughs> yeah, are, are right. you trying to say, and he was the most righteous man on the. Yeah. Is that really what the Bible wants you to do? Like, you have to think, like, use your whole brain. Like, don't yeah. be afraid to think. And also, like, a lot of the references, like, you know, you're not supposed to. A lot of the same references that talk about how homosexuality is so wrong. Also, you're not supposed to touch your wife on a period. Right. You're supposed to shave your beard. Like, there's a lot of stuff that you got to. Like I said in uh, maybe the last podcast, it only works if you don't think And another scripture just to soothe you from your I've I've been at this place. Yeah. I also understand that um, there's scriptures that you never hear quoted like when like when they come to I want to say Jesus was Mm -hmm. one of the apostles. They're like, what happens if this if this woman marries a husband and then he dies, right? And then she remarries mm-hmm. and then he dies. Mm-hmm. And then this happened several times. She had like accumulated a bunch of husbands. So right. when she, when she dies and goes to heaven, yeah. who's she going to be with? Yeah. And Jesus is like, none of them mm-hmm. because in heaven, they will neither be married nor given in marriage right they will be sexless as the angels yep. yeah you never hear nobody talk about that yeah shit. Yep. but no and also let's also one last thing i'm gonna say in the agnostic books or christian mysticism yeah. also in like um kabbalah and mm-hmm. even in sufism like the, like the more mystic like worldview versions of islam christianity and um, judaism you see this idea of duality being divinity right so you see male and female together is what was originally thought of yeah. as um divine and in many cultures before christians infiltrated because mm-hmm. i think it's hard when you grow up christian to not to envision a world where christianity wasn't you know wasn't wasn't, yeah, like yeah. Was yeah. Yeah. wasn't the religion yeah, exactly but <laughs> right. there were other beliefs and um and many preceded uh, m- it. most people like in, in many cultures it was People who were what we consider trans or gay were holy. They were were shamans and they Mm. were spiritual leaders. And the idea that they had male and female spirits, this duality, this dichotomy was considered an empowering thing, not Mm. a damning thing. So I think it's really it's just I would encourage you to educate yourself. And I don't mean that in a condescending way, but I mean, Mm. read because to me, a lot of Christianity only holds true if you don't think like exactly. you have to actively avoid yeah. knowledge mm-hmm. and for me reading so much the more i read and i remember michael in, in the thick of a lot of my kind of um exodus to escape from mm-hmm. from the shackles of christianity michael was doing a lot of his studies his grad studies i remember having a lot of talks with him and the more and encouraged me to read more and the yeah. more i read yeah about how christianity came to be and about other belief systems mm-hmm. it became harder and harder for me to hold on to Christianity mm-hmm. as an infallible truth right? because it wasn't, it was very shaky. Yeah. And when you started to read, especially when you start to read, what's it called? Um, is it exegesis? Mm-hmm. Like when people like start breaking stuff down, if you, you know, it's just hard versus to versus eisegesis
0: right. reading the scriptures and making your own interpretation based mm-hmm. on how you feel. Yeah.
1: No, I, I
0: totally agree. You know, and, and some people, not just that there are some people who are still Christian or claim to be Christian and they're gay. Yeah. And they feel like it works for them. I don't know how they... Well, no, no, let me take that back. Let me say this. I, let, me, let me not front. I, I was that person for a short time because I was still trying to hold on to my values at the time. And I reinterpreted scriptures to believe what I wanted them to believe. You know, but again, that's still kind of so masking con- it's behind the like disguise. Yeah, like a mask. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. It, like it, it just, that that wasn't good enough for me, you know? To me, that's
3: an abusive relationship. It yeah, is. it is. To, yeah. To go, yeah. And you can, you, can, you can twist it. And the thing is... <laughs> I know we said it's like every podcast yeah. but we we the power of three
1: mm-hmm. we have
3: the gift of sight show me a gay black man who's a proud christian and i'll show you someone who lives a life full of fear right who says that he's proud yeah but is self-hating still right i, I haven't yeah that's true. You can't. You just. I just can't. don't see. Yeah. Like, I, I don't see. see it. Do it. Yeah. You. Just, or you're just, you just very it. ignorant because wow. I think a lot of yeah. people are afraid that to not be Christian is to live a life of wild debauchery. Christianity didn't invent moral
0: code. That is so funny. I had a, a a conversation with one of my brothers who may be listening, may not. I don't know. And um, we've been talking about um being religious and not being religious and how else would you find your morality? And I told him, you know, first of all, there's a term called secular morality, and it's the idea that you can gain morals. Outside of a religious context, yeah, you know I, I mean? don't know why people believe.
2: <laughs> the thing, so that's the only I don't need way. The Bible that's to the only be like I, a good
3: person. <laughs> and like if you look out <laughs> so if you look throughout history, yeah. slavery, so slavery, and the um crap I just right. I talk about it all the time. What's the thing with the Catholic Church was looking for heretics and the 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 Inquisition and stuff yeah. like that. So many horrible things. Hitler stood proudly with the Pope and in the name of Christianity and stuff to the Jews, so many horrible, atrocious acts have been Mm -hmm. done in the name of Christianity. 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 And so the idea that Christians have the moral high ground right. is a laughable right. if you have even the slightest knowledge of history Yeah, yep. exactly. and the idea that everyone else mm-hmm. who wasn't a christian was just some kind of savage mm-hmm. is beyond arrogant yeah. and it's just yeah. so anglo-saxony it's the white privilege like yeah. yeah. incarnate like you know i just can't i can't right now <laughs> i can't <laughs> either i can't either i have so much i want to say no it say is you gotta you gotta, you gotta really me. study i just i don't know what i just have so, so yeah. much to say. you know another yeah. Thing that
0: that kinda made me pause too was just why Christianity? That's another question mm-hmm. I asked myself. Mm-hmm. Why not Islam? Why not any other religion? And then when I started to study the different religions, not one stuck out to me as being infallible truth. And that's I was like, so, wait a minute. That's such a good you know point. what I mean? So you yeah. have to really dig at the root of why, why you believe why. what you believe, and then really start to investigate da, 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 and examine there. You know? But it still I... takes time. Yep. It still it still takes time. Yeah. So Yeah. I don't know. Hang in
1: there.
3: Yeah, study. You study. Know. In my opinion, <laughs> you're not going to hell. I don't think so. Either. If that means anything. Yeah. But I can understand if it. A hell I, I remember exist. telling. I remember telling Mike recently. That when I first left Christianity, there was this kind of irrational fear yeah. that the that the magical hedge around me would be removed, yeah. and my life was gonna fall to shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that didn't happen. I'll tell you, leaving Christianity, I found it much easier to love. Yeah, I found exactly. myself much less judgmental. I found myself being able to love with reckless abandon. Yeah, and I don't mean physically. <laughs> yeah, but I mean like yeah. from the heart. Christianity, as it's practiced, and I don't care what nobody the fuck says. I grew up in Christian church. I've traveled the U.S. at the very least. was meeting Christians all over. It's a judgmental culture. And leaving Christianity, I found it so much easier to be forgiving, Mm -hmm. so much easier to be insightful, so much easier to be loving of people whose beliefs weren't just like mine. Exactly.
0: I feel like I really became a humanitarian after Christianity. Exactly. And more respectful of the beliefs of others. I was empathetic when I was a Christian for other Christians. But now I'm empathetic for everyone. You know what I mean? Yeah. it's so conditional to be in that religion. Yep. You and it's so I mean? it's
3: so hilarious that people talk about agape love mm. when the kind of love you're taught to have as a Christian yeah. is the complete opposite. It's like you it said, is. it's very conditional. Yeah. It's not this. And if you don't know what agape is and you call yourself a good Christian, then, then uh, I find that even more hilarious. Yeah. But the point is, um, it's like what <laughs> it really irritates me is that these people will base their happiness and their joy,
1: yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> off of something that like when I talk to a Christian and I know the word a billion times better than they do and they yeah. don't know. Like I'll start quoting scriptures. They're like, "Oh, that's in there," or "That's not in there." And I'm like, yeah. "Um, let's break out your Bible. Give me yours, and I'll show yeah. you." You know, we
1: know the books out of the Bible.
3: Right. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like in my attempt to try to find oh and like a way like what's the word in my attempts to find a what do you call it um like a way to qualify yeah <laughs> you know yeah 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 I ended up studying even more voraciously for years right you know mm. and we talk about this more in depth in a in past podcast yeah and if in the guy who gave us this question the fact that you even said some of the stuff you said I, I, I guess you know our stories to some mm-hmm. degree yeah mm-hmm. but um you know we these three of us if you want to talk about some scripture like right. I feel like but the thing is this is what I've noticed I'm gonna say this last thing mm-hmm mike knows like all three of us me dear mike we all know some scripture right but Mike know scripture to a degree that the only person i know who rivals is maybe my father who's a minister and what i what i've observed is if we're on social media and let's say that mike mike or my dad is having a conversation with somebody mm. and they know the scripture so well that if you base it on scripture which you claim to base your beliefs right. on mm-hmm. then um that Mike will checkmate your ass And when they do It's inevitable Because mm-hmm. these people who The people who are Because remember You can only be hateful When you don't think right? Yep. And so It's it's, it's, it's to art and ignorance So when you have someone like Mike Shedding all this light on the situation Eventually there comes a point Where they realize They can no longer contend with Mike On a technical level of scripture so what they yeah. always end up resorting to is well i just choose to believe yeah. and eventually Every I got to a, time. eventually mm-hmm. i got to a point where that really began to bother me it reminds me of hitler with the book burnings yeah. it reminds me of anything if you have to not think mm-hmm. if you have to actively not think in order to believe something mm-hmm. that terrifies me yeah. yeah because historically again like please read people like learn history the The first thing they would do is burn books the first Mm -hmm. thing they do is restrict knowledge the first Mm -hmm. thing ban us from going to colleges ban us from going to school you take away knowledge and you take away the ability to gain more you take away free thought and that's when you get control of the people and so if the if the only way to stay a christian is to actively avoid learning anything
2: Mm -hmm. i don't want no parts yeah
3: i don't want no parts either
2: i don't know what you
3: come to do I don't know what you, you come, come to, to do said, I don't know what you come to do I don't know what you come to do
0: Yeah, last thing that I would say is um, For me, I, and I mentioned this in a previous podcast as well That when I first What I felt was love, first fell in love mm. um, And I felt, for another man it is Let me be very clear When I first fell in love with another man <laughs> Be clear Um, Yeah <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> i realized that what i was experiencing was um nothing that was quote unholy nothing that was yeah. um disgusting oh my God, yes you know what i mean and so for me i'm not gonna say i was lucky in that sense oh but i was fortunate to have an experience that changed my perception you, better right? you know and if so you don't preach. no for real yeah you know it's so and studying i'm, I'm piggy, gonna yeah, piggyback yeah. yeah
3: like i it's so crazy you should say that yeah to me up uh, and I, how could i forgot have forgotten this yeah the biggest part of my like to me may not the biggest part that i think the final nudge over for me was that i fell in love too i yeah. fell in love with a guy mm-hmm. and it was long distance mm-hmm. and i was faithful the whole entire time for yeah. over two years a little over two years and i realized that it was so pure mm-hmm. the love right. i felt for him mm-hmm. my desire to protect him my desire to i started th- i would it made me selfless in a way that i never felt before yeah and i realized this is not a lustful thing for yeah. me right and, In fact, as Mike knows, when I first saw his picture, I did not even think he was attractive. (laughs) I didn't even even, based on just looking at him, I didn't even think that much of him. But um but I fell in love and it was so deep. And Mm -hmm. I remember he was the first guy, this is when I was still a Christian, Mm -hmm. I remember thanking God for him. Right and being like, Thank like like, this cannot possibly be sinful. I've been blessed yeah. by having this experience, by having this person in my life, yeah. and even though things didn't, ultimately didn't work out, it wasn't a horrible, gross yeah. thing. It was just it just didn't work out for various reasons. But mm-hmm. um, and we're still cool. But I remember that when you fall in love, mm-hmm. I realized like being in love, like nobody can tell me this is evil. Exactly. Right? I just it was a deep knowing, mm-hmm. and I was like, this is not. This, this ain't no exactly. just pure lust sex thing. This yeah. is a, I love him. Exactly. You know? yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That yeah.
0: that power of experience can really change the way you think, yep. you know. But I also think that's one of the reasons why so many Christians are Christians because of some of their experiences. But the only thing in that situation is that it's so he- experience heavy, but it's logic heavy deprived a
3: lot of people in my family changed all their spiritual views because of knowing me yeah exactly because have a balance my very existence and them knowing me a real person conflicted with what they've been taught a gay man was supposed to be exactly And so as a result uh, several people my father my young my younger brother one of my cousins their 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 views have Mm -hmm. changed yeah as a result of just because their experience with me was like oh you're not what i was taught you were supposed to be exactly exactly i don't feel with the gift of discernment yeah i don't feel demons around you yeah exactly in fact i feel like you should be you know you should be a spiritual advisor of some sort yourself like i remember my dad saying like it would be a disservice to the people to have you up on the pulpit my Mm -hmm. dad believes that my ministry is what we're doing now yeah definitely And so he's like you need to be out there helping people and speak the truth
2: not my mama
0: You know, sometimes, when, ain't change. <laughs> know it's not that sometimes not everyone changes, you know, and sure I, don't. I get it. But I will say this, too, for this person to ask this question and anyone else might be listening. If you're trying to get um, away from that fear, if you're still attending church. And you're still around churchy people, and I know some of them might be family members, but you're going to have to distance yourself because that's reinforcing those yes, se- insecurities. The cure for, fear is, yes, the cure for exactly. fear is knowledge. The cure for fear is knowledge. Exactly. Fear
3: can only exist; it's your imagination taking hold. Yep. Get as much knowledge as you can. Yep. That light, the the light that knowledge would not sound like a true. Um, and I said agnostic earlier i think i said agnostic but i meant gnostic oh, yeah. um gnosticism gnostic, gnostic. Yeah. agnostic is something different sorry i know it's going to irritate me good. when i listen to this later <laughs> but i meant to say gnostic I, now it's not like a true gnostic in that mm-hmm. knowledge yeah. learning is is the light that's yeah. that's true mm-hmm. when you learn you can only hold on to all this hate self-hate yep. and otherwise you can only on, hold on to all this fear fear of other people and fear for yourself when you're ignorant yep. that's the only way the more you learn mm-hmm. you it's empowering you have to Read, 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 learn, learn, learn Talk to people of other faiths and learn Yes, Yes. I was just thinking that I was just thinking that,
0: you know If you're at the beginning phases of this Talk to so, uh, an Islam person, someone of the Islam faith or someone of Come another on Islam faith. person. I know, right? No, <laughs> no, you know, what I mean?
3: you, know what get, get you Get you an Islam person. <laughs> no, no, you no. Know I got to up with my words in a second. <laughs> Michael, right? try, try, I mean, it's about agnostic. <laughs> like it's the same as <laughs> agnostic. Yeah but,
0: yeah, but talk to someone else who's just as passionate about their faith. Yeah. Yep, yeah but it contradicts yeah. your own. Yep. And try to open yourself to that. It's going to be uncomfortable, but that's the yeah. only way you can grow. Getting
3: tight with people who are... Um, Muslim, getting in touch with people yeah. who are Sufi, getting in touch with people who are Kabbalistic or, yeah. or Jewish, are agnostic we, too.
0: Those who don't subscribe yeah. to any faith. Yeah. yeah. Yes.
3: Yes. Yeah. yes. My younger brother is a, what he calls him. He he describes himself as a hopeful ag- agnostic. Yeah. I know agnostics. I know gnostics. I know I know a little bit of everybody, yeah. and it's a powerful thing. Yeah. It's it is. It's enriching and it's edifying mm-hmm. to learn from other people. It is. I feel like it's very arrogant to think that you by accident of birth happened upon the truest religion of all right, time. Exactly. Right Exactly.
0: Especially when it's been the result of some of the <sighs> catastrophes. You know, but I want just call it and when it, e- and when it that, mirrors but, and echoes
3: yeah many religions that predate it exactly you know, exactly like almost to the t like mm. it's not the first like when you really got, start to learn about how so many other religions predate christianity that had the messiah that had yeah. the wise men that had the the born of a virgin that had the you know the 12 followers that that would died and came back that had the immaculate conception exactly. you'll yep. be like oh my fuck. yeah like christianity ain't new like yeah. it's, it's the beyonce of religions exactly. it's really good but it got everything from other people before mm-hmm. it. exactly <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Shade. I got the shade i did too and the beehive <laughs> yeah. gonna
2: come right after you and
3: while you're <laughs> at it study study homosexuality I think is great. as well
1: God. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> i don't need i don't need a bunch of bees hold on my shit. <laughs> yep, i already don't. know, know it. that i think she's great i think <laughs> right. she's great okay she's great <laughs> And it was great when the other people for her did what they did too. Yeah. let
1: me stop. Let's
3: stop.
0: But yeah, and nope. st- study homosexuality as well. Make sure that you have a firm um, foundation of your own identity. You know what I mean? As as you're growing. Matter of fact, I have a resource for you. You might want to check it out. It is called A Natural History of Homosexuality, and it talks about ancient Greece. It talks about the Indian culture. It talks mm. about African culture. Japan. And yeah,
3: all all of them, and how considered the highest form of love before yeah, Christianity exactly. came in. Exactly, yep. and
0: and in the and in the opening chapters, it talks about how. The word homosexuality was not back mm. in those times. Yeah. And the way that we identified is not back then. Like you said, they weren't constricted to those identifiers. You couldn't be a sexuality. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. That, that's a relatively you just new existed thing in right. yeah. Exactly. So there's so much to learn. But yeah, like, like Eric said, knowledge is such a key. So, it sure is. Now, quick question for you, dear. Was there any type of moment that? Cause I know you grew up in a Christian household as well. Mm-hmm. Was there any moment, mm-hmm. and I know that you kind of <laughs> had your Exodus before we did, like way before go. we did. Here we go. Was there <laughs> Was there any moment that caused you to totally walk out of the door? You know,
2: I don't think there was any specific moment. It was just a. It was similar to you guys, except you know, I you two have you know fathers and mm. family members in you know in religion and in the clergy. ministers and in the clergy and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have that. Oh, clergy, yeah. <laughs> your so dad's not for, religious. I don't know. Um, right. so oh. yeah. <laughs> oh, okay.
3: That's Sorry. another story. <laughs> Sorry <laughs> I was okay, no, yeah. all right. could be. That's right. another sure. <laughs> I'd, like to, <laughs> I'd like to retract my statement. <laughs> I'd like to retract my question, please. Thank you. No, but
2: um but my mom is and and she will always be. But mm-hmm. um but <laughs> there were just so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the shade. there all were right. just so many I had too many questions mm-hmm. that no one could answer for me and So, again, like you guys, I started reading more and learning more about different religions, talking to other people who – talking to atheists, talking Mm to um, agnostics, talking to uh, people who follow just different faiths all together. And I was like, well, I haven't been taught any of this stuff. Like, So, if you are so firm in your belief, Mm -hmm. then – you know this thing that i believe in how can i be so firm in it when i don't even right. really understand it like that and no one can explain one question certain i have for to you
3: mm-hmm. is i know when i came out to my dad who was super li- religious instead of him browbeating me or anything he completely changed his his beliefs mm-hmm. based mm-hmm. on what he felt was um my dad when i asked him about it later he i was like you just like that you changed your views on homosexuality he was like i believe you and he's like my dad feels that the Holy Spirit led him to believe me. Right. And my mom feels the same way. Mm. And that's what they told me. Mm. And so they don't have any, they've met my boyfriend. I have no problems. They're fully supportive, 100%. Yeah. They encourage me to speak to people. My dad said that he feels like this is a ministry of sorts and that's completely changed his life. Mm-hmm. But I know that that's not the fairy tale that a lot of people, like I had, I had a Mm. lot of people in my life were like, you know what, Eric, I hated gays before, but as you told me, I completely changed bloop in an instant. I know that my situation was unique in that from what I've learned from other friends and family that does not always happen. So how do you deal or what advice do you have to give to someone where you have a parent who even after you get okay with you, like I imagine Mm. it would be harder in some ways if, if you had a parent like your mom, you know, who's still not with it. How do you deal with that? Do you have any advice?
2: it's hard um it's really tough to deal with because you're dealing now so now you have to ask yourself you know am i okay with my parent pretending Mm -hmm. because that's kind of what so she so
3: she acts like she's okay with it around you
2: i mean she i've introduced her to partners Mm -hmm. you know and whatnot and she seemed like she was fine
3: well why do you think she's pretending
2: because I know my mom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I get that. Um, yeah. fair enough. I know I know my mother very well. Fair enough. And I love her to death, but I know when I I I know when she's trying, but I know that there's not there there hasn't been that 180 flip.
1: Mm-hmm. done, mm-hmm. And I don't
2: know if it ever will happen. It very well could. I know that in the beginning when I first came out, our relationship was very rocky, mm-hmm. and it was for years. Yeah. Um and and I think there was a moment where i called her and we were just talking and she was like what's going on with you you know i can Mm -hmm. i was like nothing i don't want to talk about it was Mm -hmm. like well you know you can talk to me about anything and i know she was giving me a hint that Mm -hmm. anything Mm -hmm. i know you're probably having problems with your partner you can talk to me about it i was like i get what you're saying mom i appreciate it i don't want to talk to you about that yeah i didn't feel comfortable because we had been through all that stuff beforehand (laughs) right exactly so so over the years things have definitely gotten better in a sense of you know i can i can i have up to this point been just freely been myself right and i'll continue to be that regardless of how she feels Mm -hmm. or whatever um but i know that there's been moments when i bring up certain things like getting married or having children which i don't want to have but Mm -hmm. getting married i'll just i'll leave that as an example yeah and i've mentioned that to her and her demeanor changes you know and i'm like "Mm, okay so there's still some residual issues it's be, it's with, when it comes be, to that yeah and yeah. i mean now it's been over god how many years has it been? it's been 13 years at mm. this point so wow. it's been a long time like it's been a really long time and you know i, I just feel like that's always always going to be something we mm. have to go that we have to deal with when you. it comes to each other so the best advice i can give is just Hold on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hold on hold
2: keep,
1: on <laughs> keep studying stay keep studying no yeah keep have studying those experiences hold you know. on to hold
2: your on. be your just be yourself hold just on to your free. identity do not allow anyone to change what you feel is right for you so
0: that is so true and speaking of the study and just one more last little bit of information when eric was mentioned earlier about the canons um, and see that's another thing there's not only one canon that people use Blue. you have the Protestant canon which most of us have and yeah, then the you Roman have the, Catholic, don't blow you, their and minds the Ro- and the Roman Catholic don't canon don't blow their now, minds now, now these are supposed to be both are supposed to be infallible so one is including some books like the Maccabees but the other one is not and Roman,
3: Roman Catholicism acknowledges apocryphal books see what I'm saying so who's
0: right so these are things you have to ask
1: yourself but then questions. also at least
3: during my dad's time I don't know if this still holds true but at one point mm-hmm. if if you if a book didn't have the seal of approval right. the mm-hmm. thing that made the papal seal. Something yeah. you could, you weren't supposed to read the book. Any religion that requires mm-hmm. you not to learn
0: exactly that is so true. We weren't, yep. see, people got the Bible now, but we weren't allowed to read the Bible back in the days, only the leader could. Whoa. and told you how to live you have to study and, you, and then when you see all the fuckery that's going on you're like hold on
1: now what well, kind of fuckery are yeah.
3: we also don't forget the bible says stuff like slaves ain't supposed to go up against the slave masters Do you know the civil rights movement yeah is anti-christian yep you exactly. know slave revolts are anti-christian we should be slaves right now if we want to continue with this slave we're yeah. supposed to be good little docile. yeah you know yes, exactly. some master exactly you know
0: i i you know i, re- I really believe that a lot of these gay christians if they were to study in the way that we have is um, culture and they would leave and
3: leaving yeah, yeah. i think for a lot of gay christians you know. or people who are leaving the church is is like leaving a social oh my god you're afraid yes. you're leaving family because <laughs> i feel no, like definitely I feel like you, contra, you can't yeah. possibly be fully worried about what the bible says because if you look at like mm-hmm. if you look at word like if you look at like the bible and and the books there in the history of it it's really flimsy, yeah, like the, 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 yeah. the foundation. Yeah. So you must be worried about like leaving the institution exactly. You know, with, yeah. with people and stuff. Like yeah, like, yeah it's it's All the nostalgia than, and all that. Exactly. There, yeah. There's other connections and you should think about that and evaluate that because it, yeah. if you just use your brain, mm-hmm. then it's it doesn't really stand a chance. Like it doesn't. It doesn't at
0: all. But you have got to remove yourself if you're in that environment right now are you just going to be running in circles? And I'm not
3: saying don't believe in God. I'm just saying take God, that out, is true. Take God out of the box that Christianity has put in yeah, me. Yeah, that
0: is true. Are you willing to think yeah. that God could be something else than what you've learned? Yep. Yeah. You know? You got to be open to what
3: it. What if God was, was one of us. us?
0: I don't even know that song, but I know the title.
3: Just a All
0: right. Light. So we're going to go into the last topic. Yeah, this is okay. So, now, <laughs> well, now some I'm of y'all good. who like a long podcast. It's going to be long. Y'all.
3: You, you got it. You sorry.
0: got it. Sorry. <laughs> Not sorry. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna kind of read off. This is a multitude of questions, so um, here we go. Come on, a multitude of questions. I know, right? <laughs> Look, still in that church mode He was one out. of the multitude. <laughs>
1: multitude of did? way back I hate everybody. Alright, here we
0: go. Are black people angry? Hmm. Is the hyper aggressive black male a myth? Or truth.
3: We could probably handle a, a question or two at a time. Yes, yeah, you Stop there. Mean, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's yeah. stop there. So, are black people angry? Is the hyper
0: aggressive black male a myth or truth?
3: Now this came out like just to be clear, this question yeah. was posed by a friend I was having conversation. Well, I was having a conversation with a group of friends, mm-hmm. and we were saying that. Um, and this friend told me about Dim. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Y'all go in about white people, but y'all never hold black people accountable for what black okay, people do." Really and I was like, "You don't listen to the podcast." I would say he enough, must right? not, He definitely does not the, listen to the podcast. There was a podcast where I was like, "Damn, people gonna think I'm an uncle Tom up in this right, bitch." Yeah. But he was like, "I see y'all post on Facebook and stuff. All y'all want to post about is white people." He's like, "Y'all don't ever give. Y'all don't ever hold black people accountable for how they treat gays yeah. and how they treat each other." and he was like and y'all don't talk about but that but <laughs> right. but my whole point is I think my personal view is that lately there's been more stuff involving white people or whatever yeah, that's been a that's thing a, yeah. but with that being said I was like you know we, we gonna face and it But one it. thing we talked about was how how can you be mad that white people view black people as angry and hyper masculine mm-hmm. when he was like he was, he was like is there a white equivalent of world star hip hop like who else mm-hmm. uses fights as entertainment the way we do and I was like boop, boop. That's true Well And I look at those videos
0: And they have millions of views On Facebook they be And I've seen them pass With around On
3: all the people Who I follow on Instagram Exactly And I, and to be honest I don't see white people doing it I don't either I don't
0: So are black people angry?
3: Don't know I say You know I say <laughs> I'll say culturally I say some yes. I can't. I can't blanket Every single black person Obviously I don't think yeah, we, of course. I don't think we're like that But yeah. what I will say is that I hate white and black people equally. And this is the reason why, <laughs> this is the reason why well, white people are, are culturally. And of course it's not all white people. Of course. Yeah. they're culturally designed. They're culturally socialized to be passive aggressive. Yeah. Meaning y'all never really say what y'all really means. Like, mm-hmm. um, Tierra, I see, I was just thinking that maybe we could kind of, um, I don't know. Right. Like, maybe if you, and you beat around yeah. the bush, yeah. black people, <laughs> again, not all black people, but black people are overtly aggressive. Yeah. And it's like, don't be disrespecting me. Don't be, like, we so quick to claim something as disrespect. Yeah. Having taught The example I was using, I've taught teenage white kids Mm -hmm. and teenage black kids. I'm not going to name the institutions, but I taught teenage white kids and teenage black kids at the exact same time. Mm -hmm. Well, what I mean is, same time in my same year. Mm -hmm. And I would teach white kids on one day and black kids on another, exact same age bracket. And one thing is, the white kids would had the way the white kids would have an attitude was much more quiet, you yeah. know, yeah. and it was in body language and maybe facial yeah. display. Black kids would overtly. I've never had a white kid curse at me before, yeah. but I've had black kids curse at me. I've yeah. had black yeah. kids. Act like they want to physically fight right and that's the reality in new orleans in dc in mm-hmm. new york yep. and in la i've had that yeah so i know that that's real mm-hmm. and it, it does irritate me when black people act like they don't know that that's exactly. real exactly but i feel like we've talked about this before in the past yeah, we have but in case you this. missed it yeah i just won't say like it's part of the reason why i can't like i'm gonna tell you i recently started volunteering at a black school mm-hmm. um because i i have it like that to where thankfully th- thanks thank god financially i'm at a place where i can choose to volunteer places without worry about being paid Mm -hmm. and i I was going once a week and by the time it was over i was like this is why i don't teach full-time in high school anymore because i wanted to murder some of the children right now it would i had never been i forgot what it was like to be disrespected to my face by a 15 year old Mm -hmm. you know and have to and by the time it was over i got them whipped into shape Mm -hmm. but it was so exhausting to get into that place with white kids I could go in and just teach yeah yeah i could have a lesson plan and finish and go from you know mm-hmm. uh, roman numeral one to roman numeral five and be done with black kids i would have to spend a lot of time being drill sergeant first and having to whip them into shape exactly and then maybe finish roman numeral one maybe yeah, yeah. and because of that anger and that constant pushback yeah mm-hmm. so that was something that was definitely um I remember going to high school with black kids mm-hmm. and always feeling like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna have to fight over anything." Yeah. Um, they would be, you know, I was picked on in, in high school. But if anytime I pushed back, it was a physical fight. Mm-hmm. I remember going to a white summer program and being so relieved that nobody wanted to fight me. I remember mm-hmm. feeling genuine, honest to God relief, like, "Oh my god, nobody here wants to fight. Mm-hmm. Nobody here ever wants to fight." Like it was, just, it wasn't a thing. I'm not saying yeah. white people never fight, but compared to my public black school in New Orleans, mm-hmm. going to a public white school in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, like it's so much calmer. Yeah. My anxiety was lower. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't feel that I don't have to fight. Oh my God, right. it's so much better. Like,
2: See, I never went through that in high school because yeah. I guess i My, been my been high school was people. just different. No, I'm just, I'm, you were the bully? I was not a high school bully. I only bullied someone in middle school and that does not count. <laughs> um,
3: <laughs> I can tell y'all nothing.
1: Dang y'all. Just, just put me on blast, Eric. Shit. <laughs> It only happened
2: a few times, yeah. and it was not high was, school. Yeah. It was and not that's your high school. She shouldn't have mouthed <laughs> off
1: like that. All right.
3: No, I get it. <laughs> no.
2: no, but our high school was. I mean, it was just different. It was. It was kind of like it was set up like a college. Yeah. So yeah. we were expected to act like college student was it mixed or was it black it was mixed oh wow see i yeah, know I never had, completely I've mixed i've
3: either been in like black places or been the only black guy at like an exclusively yeah. white place yeah so i've been i've had a very new orleans was very color-coded and yeah the school system. and don't get me wrong yeah
2: there were times when we i mean we were kids so we still acted up like with students with teachers and stuff um, you know, See, I thought mixed schools only
3: existed on TV because I'd never been. to one. Yeah, my my school was mixed too, yeah. and yeah. Actually, I, I had never been to one. <laughs> I, I've never, I've I, never, and I know some black people that's might, still a, kind of amazing to me on some <laughs> level. I've never, i never <laughs> been to one.
0: I, I know some of our black listeners are probably ready to take my black card after this, but whatever. But growing up, I went to a mixed school. I was never afraid of white people ever. I mean, I might have thought they could have been racist, but there was no fear there. Like no, I never fear. had fear. Yeah, no physical yeah. fear. But oh, I did no, no, have yeah, physical no. fear of black people. Like yeah, they wanted to fight. Definitely. You know what yeah. I mean? I've yeah. seen it before because it was that aggression. And luckily, I, I never had that confrontation. But the threat was there. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And then now on top white that, people
3: will try to destroy your reputation oh, and yes. your soul. Oh Exactly. Oh, oh yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Like they'll yeah. try to destroy you. Yeah. But only who you are as a person. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Not your body Not your body. And then on top on top of that, and I want
0: they'll make you want to kill yourself right. but you're gonna
3: be the one killing yourself exactly
0: exactly yeah black people
3: will start to fight you <laughs> right exactly yeah. that's so
0: true that is so true
1: <laughs> and, and as crazy and as whack as it may sound now
0: um when when me and some friends my black friends graduated from high school none of us wanted to go for the most part none of us wanted to go to hbcu Boo. and the reason we, now here's th- i know i know i know I know. but the thing it wasn't from a danger or gotta be real thing. i didn't either it, it was from it was from the perspective that we felt that going to an all-black school, it would be all about parties hail and all about just, all here,
2: dear, you know, not being focused, age. you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, not And really. so that will
0: seem like an Uncle Tom statement, like, we all were black, how would you? But that was the reality of it, you know what I mean? That's no, how we, how it we saw it. Now, of course, not black schools are all like that. Of course. Not, uh, any school parties. But my whole point is that there were certain views that we knew about our own people, some of us, not all of us, sure. that... Um, we wouldn't want to say publicly because we know the white people can use so, that against us. Yeah. But it's a reality. What's like, so, so ironic is
3: your view is the reality, but I know schools like Xavier, Howard, Clark—they're yeah. quite uppity. No, and that's it exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah, It was just, yeah. Cause yeah. Yeah. Cause we, it wasn't we didn't know, the reality. Yeah, exactly. it, 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 right. it's, what it's what you. thought the reality. That's what I'm saying. So exactly. actually, right. it was the. It wasn't a reality at all. I guess it was I feel just like, a, it was a perception. I feel like yeah, it was a perception. I feel like it should be a different word because was Perception. Perception. It was our perception of that. Yeah,
0: yeah, my whole reason to mentioning that is that. There was a perception that we had about black people, you know, yeah, yeah. us being black as well. Yeah, but we I wouldn't. We I wouldn't want it. that to be yeah. public, and we were kind of hiding. Like, oh, well, that's not true. We none of us feel that way, yeah. right. only because we wouldn't be wanted to be counted as less black, exactly. or whatever. Or the whole thing with the aggression thing. Yeah, some black people won't admit that some people can be aggressive. And black I, people can be aggressive. I completely
3: agree, you know? and I'm gonna tell but you. Even, yeah. And I did go to an HBCU, and I could tell you, I was yeah. Even yeah. I, and I chose to go to Xavier, but right. even I was shocked when I got there about how varied we were even right, i had exactly, e- even yeah. having grown up around all black people in new orleans and seeing a variety and having parents who yeah. were educated and business owners and stuff i was really shocked at how widely like how we span the gamut of right. you know everything like exactly. xavier mostly yeah. black people there were some asian people some white people especially there for the pre-med program which continued to be at right. harvard yeah i think even to this day but um they yeah the, we, were, we were so different and even i even it was learning experience for even even for me. Yeah, no, but exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so I, do, I do get that. I just wanted yeah. to be clear. No, yes, perception. I, I know no, people I like agree. to twist stuff. No, yeah. yes, so. perception. And that yeah.
0: was my error perception. And so back to the question no, I don't think black people in general are overly aggressive. Mm. But there's a perception that some can be. Yes. For whatever reason, mm-hmm. you know? So
3: it, it depends well, on. Well, because,
2: you know, we recorded it and put it on fucking. I think that we. I think evening. that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, world, think according that he, to World Hip Hop, then oh, hell
3: yeah, we're But I think that if we're honest. Yeah we live in a patriarchal world, but I think that black people do celebrate a hyper-masculine ideal. I think you can see it amongst gays. You can see it in our rap and hip-hop culture. You can see it in... We treat gays worse than white people do. We treat yes. trans worse yep, than white people do. do. You mm-hmm. know, the most attacked person, hate crime, or whatever, the most severely attacked is black trans women. Right. Um. We the we like to crazy. dehumanize. Like, but there's there's an anger. Yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't think that it's out of nowhere. I think that we do ourselves a disservice. A part of what I teach as a vocal coach is that. Um, I tell my students all the time in the first consultation, like, please don't sing around the flaws. Right. I need to know what's wrong. Like Mm -hmm. a doctor needs to, you don't go to a doctor's office and be like, I'm not going to tell you what's wrong. Guess. You tell them so that they know what medicine to give. Exactly. So they know what procedure to take. I think that in order for you to grow and to get better, you have to acknowledge the present. I'm a realistic idealist in that I really believe that you can be whatever and wherever you want to be. But the step one is to truthfully acknowledge where you presently are and i found that most black people we're so defensive that we mm-hmm. can't be i was like can we just be real for like five minutes about how we really yeah how we really are. Feel. like many yeah. of us and not not all but there, yeah. there's something there stereotypes yeah. every stereotype has somebody making a truth somewhere. Yep. true somewhere yes they don't come out of nowhere right the thing is i having been around black people and white people and seeing how we interact and how we handle stuff it is different. Yeah. yeah. For for many, not for all. For and it, our, yeah. And, and so uh, it irritates me, when, especially when certain black people who I know are this way are the ones who are like, why are de- why they acting like this? Because yeah. I've, I've been in the car with people where the police have pulled us over, and my mm-hmm. friend is mouthing off at the cop. And yep. I'm like, dude, just chill. I told chill. you about that. That happened to me. Chill. chill. Yeah, and exactly. especially in my yep. mind, I'm like, I'm nigga. Like, can you shut the I'm like, up? I'm right. like, dude, right. <laughs> you know you were speeding and you getting on irate with this dude mm. you know you was wrong No, right. we yeah. was driving 90 because you was <laughs> you know you was talking about i wish somebody would stop me and he did right <laughs> and now you get mad at him if he was going 90 right in the neighborhood like you know you was wrong mm. but oh, you know he ain't gonna dis- disrespect me officer disrespect him please i like to live i thank know you.
0: right exactly
3: thank you like it's just it kills me how we um play this game i just really believe that and i think people most people the reason why i think um most people are idiots mm-hmm. is not because they're not smart at all but they're lazy thinkers and they're very reductive yeah. right instead of looking at things in their in complexity which yeah. is the which is the reality of most situations they are layers and complex they want to reduce things to a lowest common denominator mm-hmm. it seems to be a human thing but black people want to either be the villain or the good guy and they want to be they're like white people bad black people good mm-hmm. i'm like okay i think there's some shared responsibility yeah and even all history and everything considered it's multi-layered yeah and there's a lot of gray and there's a lot of mm-hmm. ebb and flow to things and there's a lot of um ambiguity in certain things and there's a lot of complexity and there's a lot of historical background you can't just be like oh black people don't do that mm. right because y'all know because when, when the mics are off I mean I saying us but y'all know when the camera's off and the mic's off when we're alone kitchen yeah. table talk yeah. we know yes. we like niggas niggas da, 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 da. we, yeah. we right. I'm, I just be like stop playing black people yeah. stop playing like yeah. I'm not saying that we deserve to be killed I'm not saying we deserve oh, to be hell, shot of course not. I'm not saying yeah. none of that but I'm just saying like there's an aggressive just looking at social media and the stuff white people choose to post versus what black people choose to post Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like you can learn a lot from what people choose to post mm-hmm. what they think it's hot you know mm-hmm. and just even like do you do realize like white gays tend to be like gayer like like what i mean is i know there's <laughs> let, are... let, let, let me be clear no i know exactly what you they, mean me i know what you mean they, they, they racist they, asses they, they, i'm kidding i'm kidding and, I'm kidding, and kidding. i know some and i know some black people be like well i know some gay ass black people yes, yeah, yes i know some yes. super flame black people but i mean what i mean is in black gaydom you have super queeny gays, mm-hmm. and then you have super thug gays. But I feel like in white gaydom, yeah, you have the jock kind of guy, but more of the regular, quote unquote, middle ground yeah, gays yeah. seem gay. Yeah. You know, yeah. they kind of and they seem like they're more comfortable <laughs> yeah. doing that because they're not. They don't have that hyper masculine idea. Exactly. Like yep. of course, it is fetishized to have the football player or the jock. They have that right. too. I think that's across the gay world. Yeah. But. Not to the degree that black people do it mm-hmm. and Latino people do it, but let me keep it with us. But you know, mask some, some people. But you know, it's like <laughs> no you know, like speaking of which, there are there's black gay porn, the black dudes little, literally wearing masks.
2: Right, yeah, literally oh, yeah, to yeah.
3: protect their identities, yeah, exactly. because it's that horrible, yeah. you know. Mm, and so I, <laughs> you don't you don't see that with white people right. unless it's a fetish of what, unless they're like playing a role. Yeah. Exactly. But then if you look at the website, you'll see their face. Yeah. But black people, we feel like, oh no, I can't be seen. Yeah. Or like when the, with the boxer when he got caught in the black gay porn. Yeah, exactly. He lied and said they drugged him. Mm-hmm. We white people don't do that. Mm-hmm. Like it's us because he knows that there's a hyper masculine ideal that right. he has to adhere to, or else yeah. he is not. Or unless, or unless his manhood is revoked exactly. by statute of our culture. Mm-hmm. And it just is what it is. And I feel like we have to stop pretending like that's not the case because I, it, cause it yeah. is, it's a real thing. like it, it's
0: it, a is. Real thing. it is. And I think that even leads into the next question, how do we heal? And based off of what we've been discussing, self-reflection, transparency, you know, being true to who you are is going to lead to that healing. Because if you can't mm-hmm. acknowledge, as you would say, your brother would say, this shit mm-hmm. back of yourself, then um, how else can you grow from that? You know what I mean? So I think that's one thing that people especially black people in general well people in general but black people since we're talking about black people at the moment is um we have to be transparent with ourselves we have to really analyze those things that aren't the best light of ourselves and deal with it you know what i mean that's that's what i would say is part of the healing process the
2: hardest part about that though is actually getting people to gain to gain the knowledge of you know like even when it comes to gays like there's so many blacks who don't want to know they, they only have that surface idea of what being gay is. And that's another and thing yeah. that yeah. I wanted Keep me to talk about is how yeah. we,
3: he wants us to hold uh, our straight black brothers and sisters to task on um, how they treat but gays. It's like, but how do
2: you do that okay. I, when I, they don't want to hear it? You know well, what I mean? I think, well. I think it's easy. Yeah. I think
3: that I was just telling this to a friend who was like, I don't want to come out. T- truth is the antidote. Like yeah. there were so many people in my life who were flat out hateful, flat out anti-gay yeah. vote. No one proposition, blah, blah, blah. And when I came out, you know, (laughs) I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to do it. But they, and and by me coming out, the cognitive dissonance of what most black people hold on to is a fictional construct. They believe in the boogeyman. It's a fairy tale. You silence is killing us yeah um privacy quote unquote is killing us yeah Yeah. darkness cannot stand in the light of truth and i was just i tell my i have closet i know i work with so many closeted Mm -hmm. gay people you won't even believe leading men on television recording artists rappers and they're like oh i can't tell nobody if everybody came out tomorrow it would force people to realize that a lot of the things that these hateful people spew are lies yeah that they believe are true because no one is presenting the evidence to discount that yeah. yeah and so for a lot of people in my life like literally the day i came out to one of my cousins he was just talking about how gay shouldn't be allowed to get married yeah within minutes of me coming out to him he's like wow i didn't know you could be gay
1: mm-hmm. I, like
3: what i thought of as a gay person was not you
1: mm-hmm.
3: i think you'd be a great father yeah i think you deserve to have love in your life and be married mm-hmm. i think you deserve the, the even the legal protections of it instantly changed his views father the same my father believed it was a choice it was gross Instantly changed his views when I mm-hmm. came out. Yep. That doesn't always happen, like we it said. It sure like, don't. But <laughs> but it does happen. It does. But it does. But it does but happen. happen. Right. Yeah. And, and it's happened for a lot of people
0: in my life. Yeah. Me. Me too. Yeah. Me too. I think I think the closer you are to that person, the more the success rate will
3: be. I tell you, what's not know? gonna help. Nothing in silence. It's not. Uh, it, it's not. It, it, that no, just you're makes right. it worse. You yeah, being private, not. quote unquote. Right. You know. and, and being p- discreet. And I remember telling my mom yeah. like the part of the reason why I speak out is, and I've said this many times before, it's worth saying again, is because at one point my mom didn't want me doing this podcast for my own safety because I am not a, I'm, a, I'm a public figure of sorts mm-hmm. with the internet and so she was like people know you and people can people will know you and you don't know them and people could do something to you yeah like, f- fair enough but i feel like i have to mm-hmm. because and this is what i've said before during the civil rights movement in new orleans a lot of people in my family a lot of people were friends with my parents were passé blanc meaning they could pass for white yeah, yeah. they could have gone to california and lived totally white lives and been carefree Mm. some of them did Some, some of my own family did yeah but a lot of them stayed because they knew that, and they outed themselves as black people because mm-hmm. they knew that for the greater good and for their yeah. children and their children's children, they exactly. had to stand up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of you right now in and you, and your privacy, quote unquote, yeah. you're weakening us. Mm-hmm. And your fear that you're mistaking for, that you're calling privacy, your fear is hurting you, it's hurting us, and it's not serving anyone. It's not serving the collective humanity. Yeah. Somebody has to be brave. Is it a risk? Yes, yes it, it is. It is. Yeah. Yes, My boyfriend's a, a lawyer who specializes in employment law. Yeah. He deals with cases of discrimination all the time. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's, a re- it's a reality, it is. That's a reality, it is. You might have somebody, and not all places have laws to protect you, it's true. But at some point, though, what I could tell you is not going to help is silence. Yeah. And part of what hurt me growing up was realizing later on in retrospect that at the time I tried to kill myself, they, I was surrounded by people who were gay, but I didn't know it because they were being private, quote-unquote. Yeah. And they mm-hmm. saw what was going on with me to a degree, but they, in the name of privacy older people people 10 20 years my senior who could have helped mm-hmm. didn't yep and i i want to be the person that i wish i would have had back when then I was, yeah exactly, exactly. yeah and so if we can stop somebody from killing themselves mm-hmm. or from whatever so be it but we got to be real and i, I know we kind of segmented something completely different but i feel like mm-hmm. when it comes to black people when it comes to gay, whatever we just got to be real and start being honest because it, it we're going to allow we can't heal in the darkness it's festering mm-hmm. it's it's becoming repugnant and repulsive yep. and we've got to shed some light on it we've got to expose it it's going to stink and it's going to be gross and it's going to be hard and we might have to lance the wound before we heal it or whatever but yeah. we've got to go through it like we got to stop playing this game of them bad us good or vice versa yeah. yeah. and you know I'm so private or we don't have no problems or I'm good or I right. can just we gotta be real I don't even have my point no more I just can't it is all to <laughs> the good I
1: can't,
3: no. <laughs> I can't today I can't no. yeah, I, I had, can't I had a lot of things
0: going through my mind but I, I agree with all of I'm that sorry. yeah wait, same wait, here four, no it's, 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 it's all to the good I think that the interpersonal relationships are so important in, yes. in helping to change people you know what I mean, and like like Eric said, silence is killing us. Be brave. Yeah, and and and, and this is a movement. And no, it is. And like he said, in many cases, especially people who are close to you, you do have the power to change their perception. That's true. Um, and in some cases, it may not. I had a conversation recently, and this was not someone I'm close to, um, but we kind of had some bantering back and forth, concerning. Um, what he would say the conscious movement versus the LGP the LGBT movement. Yeah. And one of his questions was, you know, how come the LGBT movement doesn't stand up for black people's rights
3: black people don't stand up for lgbt thank you. thank you thank
0: you and i was like well you do know that there are black people in lgbt and he kind of side that and he was like well you know the the black how, conscious how people do you... don't want anything to do with the lgbt and i said stop That's... trying to segregate there are black people who are in lgbt yeah, yeah. but see he wouldn't even recognize that you know That's what so, i mean so you can't like uh, you're right, right so there's going to be those instances too but that does <sighs> that should not so push stupid. us back from still living who we are you know what I mean, but that's just some of the things that you're going to encounter. Um, how do you, that, whatever. But did we, did we? I know, right? Did we answer the aspect of how do we heal in terms of? Well, yeah, he said. Well, no,
3: definitely with the gays, but like black, let's like, say we just same black thing with black people. We have to shed. We have yeah. to be able to. We have to begin with, amongst other blacks, yeah. open and honest dialogue mm-hmm, about yeah. the present state of things. Exactly. And I think too, what we have to do is understand the history but understand we have to stop using that as an excuse yes even conscious friends of mine be like with well, the history yes we know that well the white people did this yes they did yeah. and the cia proves that you know we they know. put drugs we, we know. know but those same people who fucked over us are not going to help us so what are we going to do yeah right. it's on us yeah. I just it pisses me off tyler if you listen i'm talking to you we gotta like stop <laughs> playing this game where it's like oh well you know what are we going we yeah. know yeah well some of us know but we Some know, the yeah. three no, of us know. I, so what are we gonna do for me? Those same people who did it to us aren't gonna help us. Yeah. At at all. All. yeah. So how are we gonna help ourselves? Yes. Our my, my parents generation knew that. That they had to help themselves. Yeah. Why yeah. do we don't get that, but we have to like and mm-hmm. what kills me when when men talk like that and you're not helping the youth, if you're not volunteering mm-hmm. in schools, you can change people's lives. Yeah. You can change yeah. people's lives. That's that's my third suggestion is Go to the youth and mm-hmm. give back. And like I said before, it's hard. I want to punch some of the kids in the face. Yeah. But it's worthwhile when Eric, kids graduate. You know I know. I've had kids graduate <laughs> right. from college and be like, Eric, it's because of you. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I didn't know my father. I didn't know this was possible. Yeah. This was not a reality for me. Because of you, I have graduated from college and I'm living a great life. I'm pursuing my dreams. I'm doing what I want. Yeah. Not that college is the only way, but my point is, mm-hmm. I've had several people tell me, you're the reason why I'm doing having this life that I have and I love it. Thank yeah. you. And so... You've gotta go to the youth and give back and interact. Stop just philosophizing and talking about right. it. Like, do right. something. When the most conscious people, I fuck them up every time. Like, what? Are, what are you doing? Right. Like, what are you doing? Right. Yeah. Like, do actually something. doing. Like, yeah. What are you actually doing in real life? Yeah. In the corporeal world. What the fuck yeah. are you doing?
0: There's a time to plan, but where's the execution? Absolutely. There has to be some execution. So. Yes, there do. Say something. Ex-
3: I'm giving up on you.
0: How to black it up.
1: <laughs> yes. Come on, that's real black. Get
0: real black on
1: us. That, that <laughs> thing, <all> right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let me make sure that
0: was the last thing. Um, Yeah, that was it. No, that was it. That, that that was pretty much the last thing. So we we spoke about a lot. So if we want to hear y'all's thoughts on everything. Well. Which was everything. There was a lot. Right. There was now
3: lot. it's time to say goodbye, goodbye. to goodbye. all our company. D E M. Dim dim
1: dim. Dim 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 dim. Dim 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 <laughs> dim, dim, <laughs> dim, dim, <laughs> dim, dim dim.
0: All right, y'all. Are we, is that, <laughs> any closing remarks? We're, we're, we're all done. done. We'll see y'all next Bye, uh, week. Peace.